eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast now. Here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. Moving on to the Saints game. Derek Carr left the game with the concussion and a shoulder injury. We'll need to get more info on that. The best we can do is wait for MRIs at this point. Um, We'll probably get some more info soon, but we might not also because the Saints have a bye this week, so they don't need to report anything this week. Um, You know, he has some extra time to get it right, though. If he can't make it back by week 12, James Winston would be fantasy relevant and he would continue or improve all of their playmakers fantasy relevancy uh okay uh especially yeah. maybe Chris Olave uh who had one catch for 15 yards with Derek Carr Derek Carr leaves the game in the middle of the third quarter and then Jameis Winston comes in and goes 7 for 70 well Jameis Winston comes in and then from there Chris Olave goes 7 for 79 with a touchdown on nine targets in only 20 minutes of game time. Okay. And that touchdown. Woo. Yeah. Miraculous touchdown. <laughs> it was like a godsend from the fantasy gods. Like, this is exactly what you wanted. And I have Chris Olave in so many leagues. And I was having a heart attack at halftime because I'm sitting there. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate with me on this. They also have Chris Olave. They're looking at this game. They're like, not okay. So first of all, not only was this a game that was supposed to be, you know, leaning in the Saints' favor. Like I didn't, I don't think a lot of people thought the Vikings were going to win here because the Saints have a good defense. But the Saints were way down, <laughs> coming from a negative game script, and at halftime, Chris Olave had zero targets. I was having a heart attack. It was ridiculous. <laughs> Obviously, we hope Derek Carr's all right. You know, he can be healthy soon. That's good. They have this bye week. Cool. But if you had Chris Olave today. Were you that upset when James Winston initially came in for Derek Carr? Like, were you not sitting there thinking, like, maybe something will change? And then we saw Olave get peppered, like you mentioned, nine targets and pretty much a quarter and change. Like, Olave didn't have a single target the first half. 
That was with Michael Thomas leaving the game after the first drive. Like we talked all offseason about how Carr locked in on Devonta Adams last year as a number one wide receiver, but he hasn't done that with Olave this year. And after seeing that Winston was able to do it for him, you know, like I'm actually a little upset that the Saints have their bye this week because I would love to have seen what Olave could do <laughs> with a full game of Winston at quarterback at this point. Because like people have been fed up with Chris Olave the past few weeks and pretty much his whole you know, like middle part of the season. He's just not getting it done. Now Winston comes in, he has this game. He had a wide receiver one performance in 20 minutes. Like that's all you need to know. It's not a talent problem with Chris Olave. It's just like Derek Carr, man. Like he is not beating the mid allegations right now, at least in my book. Yeah, 1,000%. I have nothing to add <laughs> to that. Just, just, this it's is just hilarious, spiel, dude. Man. I just, I, I was on mute like for most of your spiel just now and I was just dying laughing um the entire time because like, it's we were really this fun. Close. like imagine if james winston didn't come in or chris olave has another bad performance like what would we be talking about right now with chris olave it's like there's a serious problem <laughs> luckily we don't have to have that conversation right now they're going into the bye but still it's just like wow like it's we know that chris olave is alive he's just not getting used the way he yeah should well at least he got two straight touchdowns two weeks in a row that's what we need that's what we need keep yep. it going let's yep. keep it going um, Taysom Hill, he got only one carry this week after leading the Saints in carries last week. He got only two catches on four targets. This is going to come crashing down at some point, and it looks like it just did for whatever reason. It's it's like no rhyme or reason why they do anything, right? Like Alvin Kamara's right. usage goes up, then it goes down, then Jamal Williams gets some carries, then he doesn't, then Taysom Hill comes in, gets some carries, and he doesn't. Like, what is happening? Okay, I don't get it. Like, Jamal Williams ended up getting four carries to Alvin Kamara's nine carries, Jamal Williams didn't get anything going at all. Alvin Kamara did get some usage in the receiving game, which was great. Yeah, it's just it's just weird, dude. It's just like the weird way of this entire offense's utilization is so weird. Yeah, and you didn't even mention Rashid Shaheed. Yes, <laughs> he had a quiet game. It's like there's so many moving. He, he got the targets though. Rashid Shaheed got yeah. the targets in this game with Michael Thomas <laughs> going down. I, yeah. I don't know, man. He was the anti-Rashid Shahid. Instead of going three for 133, he went five for 24, and he had nine targets. It's like nobody is consistent in this offense. I mean, I, I would argue that Alvin Kamara is all right because he got the receiver. Yeah, he is. Work. He, he, is he, he, just sure. didn't he just didn't have it last week. You know, He's the most consistent part of this offense. I think you could keep leaning on him moving forward. But the rest of the way, it's just like any of the non-running backs and wide receivers, like you, you can't trust. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and Michael Thomas, he ended up suffering a knee injury. It doesn't seem overly serious because he was, like, standing on the sideline for the rest of the game, um, but it's possible he missed right. his time. Uh, it could mean we see more targets for Rashid Jaheed. He definitely got more playing time this week because of it. Um, but the rookie, A.T. Perry, also was a beneficiary. He's not a must-pick-up or anything, but he's someone to pay attention to as the obvious replacement, uh, as the ex-receiver in this offense. He did replace Michael Thomas's role. You know, when Michael yeah. Thomas left this game. Okay. And he ended up scoring a touchdown in the fourth quarter as well. <laughs> when James Winston's the quarterback, <laughs> when James Winston's the quarterback, like there's a Weird lot that can happen. happen. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot that can happen. That was right? that so, touchdown was peak James Winston. Like it was peak scramble around for 10 seconds, <laughs> run to the opposite side of the field, throw all the way across your body to the opposite side of the field into double coverage and have your six five rookie receiver jump ball the thing and come down. <laughs> Dude, like, it, was, it was just ridiculous. I think James Winston might go down as like one of my all time, like top five all time quarterbacks. Like he's just, just like all time favorite quarterbacks. He's just like one of my favorite like combinations of like character, character and 
like quarterback play for fantasy. Yeah. It's the best. It's just like <laughs> his exercise routines, um, his play style, his like gunslinger mentality. Um, just like everything about Jameis Winston is what I love about an NFL quarterback. And I don't know, man, top five, top five dead yeah. or alive. No, nothing <laughs> is too ridiculous for Jameis Winston. And that's what you love to see it. Cause no. especially on the red zone with Scott Hansen calls. He's like, 100%. what is happening? Really? It's like, yeah, he, he belongs on red zone every week. Like do not give them a primetime game. Leave them in the one and four o'clock slots. <laughs> All right. On the other side of the ball, Josh Dobbs, man, what a game. Uh, looked really good. Made a ton of big plays. 44 yards rushing, including a touchdown with his legs. The Vikings are six and four. It's crazy. Damn. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, his, his, his play is just huge for them. It's huge. He's just getting it done. I love it. Yep. Pastronaut. <laughs> we, Pastronaut, we loved, man. we loved, we, we loved to see it. Like Josh Jobs, he, did you see his touchdown run? Like, I, I'm just wondering if he did like the yeah, touchdown run that he had. It was, I don't want to say Lamar Jackson esque, but they threw up this, the graphic in that game. They're like, Josh Dobbs is second highest rushing yardage total of any quarterback in the NFL. That's over Jalen Hurts, and that's that's over other rushing quarterbacks. Like Josh Dobbs is dual threat quarterback in today's league right now, and he's going to be probably like a, a low QV one start moving forward. The rest of the way, he's getting reinforcements for Justin Jefferson coming back soon. It's like, what more can you say? Like he's done it the whole season at this point. Like it feels weird, like the Geno Smith scenario where it's like, do we trust him? I think it's been long enough where it's like, okay, this guy's been a career backup is now playing at a high level. Like, I think we can kind of lean into this a little bit more. Like, what do you think? I, yeah, man, like he's getting it done, dude. Like he's getting, not only is he getting it done himself, but he's making his guys fantasy relevant. Like TJ Hawkinson, you know, got it done big time, you know, despite the news of him being limited, limited my ass. Okay. He ran around on 83% <laughs> of dropbacks. Okay. 11 catches for 134 yards and a touchdown on 15 targets. Like what kind of report was that dude? You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. But anyway, like TJ Hawkinson is going to be just fine. I think with Dobbs at quarterback, uh, he was targeting his tight ends in Arizona and he's doing it again in Minnesota. Right. So, Right. Um, he's gonna be. He's gonna continue to get it done. Justin Jefferson coming back soon. This is, this offense is gonna be good. It's crazy. Yeah. And did you see T.J. Hawkinson? You talk, you mentioned he was limited coming in the game or whatever. They had those reports coming out. He was just getting rocked out there. How many times did you he see was him just get, like destroyed? He was. Like, he was. Like, but he, right he, he kept coming plate. back in the game. Yeah, Tough dude. But like, but like right in the back plate, flipping over, like just hitting him. Like, obviously getting the wind knocked out of him a couple times. Like you know, just. It was crazy the way that TJ Hawkinson was playing. He looked like he he looked like a wide receiver. But the other yeah. thing that comes to mind with me with you know Josh Dobbs playing this way though, I was a little bit disappointed. Like I don't know if you felt this way, but with Jordan Addison, like his yeah. production, it, it was a little bit lower than I thought it would be with the way that Josh Dobbs was playing. And they were nursing a lead for most of the game, so I get it. You know they were in a positive game script. There was no reason to be throwing the ball a bunch. They really went into that rollover and die play call late in the game, where it's just like run, 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 like. The, Josh Dobbs didn't do anything for pretty much a fourth quarter, but he was out on the field just handing the ball off and stuff like that. But with Jeff Justin Jefferson coming back, you know, probably next week, and TJ Hawkinson suddenly being Dobbs' favorite target, you have to wonder what's going to happen with Addison. Like, I'd imagine that his weekly floor is going to take a pretty big hit. I think that the upside will still be there, but I'm not sure how confident I am with Jordan Addison moving forward. I mean, this is just one game, but Justin Jefferson is going to come back. I just wonder what his role is going to look like moving forward. Yeah. Yeah, no, hundred percent. 
It's a, it's a valid concern for sure. Um, and, you know, even before with Kirk, when Jess, Jefferson was healthy, it's not like Addison was getting a high target share anyway. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 